Welcome back to the definition of fuck my babies. My little babies. My little friends and babies. <laughs> and of course, grown men, grown strong men. Yeah, they're all just little babies to us. You're all my little babies. Little beans. Little small little tinies. <laughs> How you doing today? Uh, uh same answer as always. Good. I'm good. Good. <laughs> I'm good also. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I wasn't great. But today, I'm good. Why? I don't know. I just, uh, I felt, f- like, frustrated most of the day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Just sort of overwhelmed and... I I felt like that today. Did you? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's, like, all parents that have, like, a custody agreement with, like, the other parent. Like, you're not together. Mm-hmm. You just kind of, like, share your kid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Toss it back and forth. Yeah, like you know. <laughs> tennis ball. Yeah. I don't know if it's, like, the same for all parents with that similar agreement, but, like, um, my daughter was supposed to go to her dad's today. Yeah. And so, like, I have her every day. Mm-hmm. There's four days out of the month because she goes to her dad's every other weekend, yeah. which is, we live far away. We just, we make it work. It works. It's yeah. great. You yeah. know, there's no anything. It's fantastic. Yeah. But, so, but I have her full time. Yeah. She was supposed to go to her dad's today mm-hmm. and it the the roads were trash so bad slippery icy just so bad so we decided to postpone it till tomorrow which is fine Mm -hmm. but when you go a certain amount of time being like oh my god i get free time like you know like a break from your kid on this specific day and you're like oh my god yay i can't wait i'm excited i love her don't get me wrong but you time is necessary i need the me time yeah so you look forward to it and then like when it happens, it's not like it's a disappointment, but you're just like, fuck, one more day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, for some reason, she's, like, a little extra annoying today and, like, a little... Just more, like, sassy. A little over the top, and I'm just, like, kind of over my limits with her. And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Eh, one more day. <laughs> you know, I'd go as far to say that it's not even parenting. It's, it's just, like, that feeling in general. Yeah. Like, say... Uh, you're going to get a day off at work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And you're like, finally, I get a fucking rest day from work. And then they're like, you got to come in tomorrow. Yeah. I'm sorry. We didn't have enough done. Yeah. And then it's like, fuck. No, you know? it's a similar concept. Like you really look forward to this like one specific thing where you get a break from something. Yeah. And then you don't get it. And it's like, well, I guess I'm going to drink all day today. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's a joke. That is I'm a kidding. joke. <laughs> yeah. But... It's fine. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. We get tomorrow. So overall, though, feeling good? Yeah. Good. Yeah. That's good. It was a little bit of a... Because I have this thing where I get very um, overwhelmed. Yeah, it's like a sensory thing. Yeah, I don't know. Like, when things are going on and a lot of things at once, I get very, like, irritated mm-hmm. and, like, angry. And, like, you said that you had felt that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. For the first time in... A very long time. Yeah. I usually don't have that, but mm-hmm. I did yesterday. And I get that very regularly. Yeah. So today was just one of those days, I guess. Like, I'm I'm used to it, but it doesn't make it any better when it happens. Yeah, I feel for you in that. Like, because it's a, not a nice feeling at no. all. You start feeling guilty and stuff. I literally apologized to you at the end of the day mm-hmm. yesterday. I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah. You're like, well, for what? <laughs> I'm like, well, I was... I felt frustrated today, and I know that reflects on the rest of the house and everybody in it, and I, you know. Yeah. But and it's I'm just also... like, you're 
preaching to the choir. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. But overall, it was a good weekend. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's a long weekend. Mm-hmm. No work tomorrow. No. That's Unless nice. Unless I get called in or something. <laughs> that would be shitty. <laughs> what do we do this weekend? I fixed the gate. Yeah. Um. We cleaned the house. Like, power one of those, like, it. yeah, like, really deep cleans. Deep everything. Town. Made the bed. Why did you say deep town? Uh, I didn't. <laughs> Call you out. <laughs> I didn't say deep town. You're just like, babe, edit that out, please. I didn't just mean to. Get rid of deep town. I didn't say deep town. Don't you even worry. <laughs> this weekend was one of our most chill weekends in, in a, a really long, long time. time. Yeah. We've just been like, go, go, go lately. Every weekend. Yeah. Yeah. As, well, since I got my vehicle, they've been a little chiller. Because yeah. before I'd have to stay in a different town all week and then we'd only get two days to get everything at home done together that we wanted to get done. Yeah. But now I'm home after work, so mm-hmm. we can get that stuff done. In the evenings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We just like, yeah, I don't know. We say it every time, like every podcast, we just like, we've been doing so much, but we're just trying to get like the house in order for like the Etsy shop. Mm-hmm. Like we have a release date in mind right now, so we're just like really pushing our asses to get everything lined up with it so yeah. that it can happen at that date but and it's a really lot cool of fucking news hmm. really cool news for the etsy stuff um i don't know are we allowed to talk about it that tattoo shop right okay so um we got an offer to sell our art in a tattoo shop in saskatoon mm-hmm. so the name of the shop is painfully pretty tattoos mm-hmm. located um, in saskatoon saskatchewan yeah i had one of the people who works there she reached out to me and asked if we wanted to sell our artwork in the shop yeah um which is fucking great honestly so cool yeah especially because we both not only have tattoos but we both love tattoos so much and tattoo culture that yeah. just to be able to be a part of that in some way is very very cool to me yeah, I, I love that and the fact that they like liked our art enough to be like hey it's worthy of like putting in our shop you know yeah that's such a good fucking feeling super nice validation on absolutely it. so like if you guys are looking for a tattoo go check them out on instagram facebook they have all the their social media is up and running too once again it's located in saskatoon saskatchewan yep um yeah go give them a like like follow whatever but that is exciting news i told them like give us a little bit we still gotta get our fucking little ducks in a row (laughs) we do yeah we gotta i mean there's some made but not enough to like open an etsy store and send some to a tattoo shop yeah yeah we have like most of the material but like we have to order some from online which just it's a whole it's a big a lot of rigmarole it's a lot and i didn't realize it i was like let's start an etsy shop and then you like get into the we have to get like a permit yeah to sell bones and stuff yep like all of this like extra stuff that we didn't realize what was going on but totally worth it though absolutely yeah and it's coming along it's getting there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i just gotta the things i gotta do is like i can make a skull frame and if i have all the material i can make it an hour Uh, i need to start making books though because those Mm. take a fucking long time Mm -hmm. so i was actually going to ask you the other day if you wanted to start making a couple Oh. Just to, like, get them going. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Like, have them. Okay, yeah. Um, I can't remember how much I'm supposed to have, like, the quota I need to meet to have. We have a list of stuff that we want to, like, 
hit. Yeah, like a quota. Yeah. We'll talk about <laughs> off podcast, I guess, is how many books I need. But <laughs> We're just going through business information as if you guys give a fuck. <laughs> Speaking of tattoos, do you hear that Pete Davidson is removing all of his tattoos? I actually did hear that that's a while weird ago. that's weird uh apparently a lot of his tattoos are related to ex-girlfriends oh really so, yeah so allegedly like don't quote me on that but that's what i read um so that's why he wants to get them removed i assume that it was like i know he has a couple from ex-girlfriends like he had that one from ariana grande and he, mm-hmm. he put a big heart over it but i figured it was because he's an actor and like when you have a lot of tattoos as an actor you have to sit in a fucking makeup chair for like four extra hours to get them covered up yeah that's fair i feel like it'd be worth it though if you really want the role yeah you just put in the work you know maybe he just wants the role more than he wants the tattoos that's fair yeah yeah i don't blame him in other pete davidson news kanye west the whole fucking kanye (laughs) thing (laughs) holy it's fucking insane i'll admit i am not huge on like current pop culture like celebrity drama yeah i just like i don't i don't even know a lot of celebrities yeah if you were to name a couple celebrities right now i may or may not know what they look like Mm -hmm, off the top mm -hmm. of my head i'm not good with celebrities i don't know it's always just been a fucking thing for me yeah um but for some reason (laughs) like kanye west and his instagram stuck out to me well yeah, because it's nuts. That's insanity. It's actually scary and insane. At first, like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is kind of entertaining and funny. Like, oh my god, what is he doing? You know, What it's, a crazy guy. Yeah, right? And then the more I thought about it and the more I seen it, I was like, imagine just a regular person. Yeah. Imagine it's me. And say, my ex is doing that. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting a fucking restraining order. Yeah. And you're harassing the fuck out of me. And that's abuse. Mm -hmm. That's fucking toxic behavior. Extremely toxic. It's crazy. Like, that's, that's like, the... I'm not going to say the highest level, but it's very high on on the ladder of, like, crazy toxic behavior that anybody could partake in. Yeah, if that was just some regular guy... Doing that to his ex-girlfriend. Police would be involved pretty immediately. It's fucking insane. But because he has... He went from 12 million followers to... Last time I checked, 14 million. Yeah. Just from this stunt alone. He gained over 2 million followers. Well, everybody wants to watch a train crash. (laughs) You know? Yeah, it's horrible, but you don't want to look away, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's fucking scary. And it's Kanye West. Like, Kanye West, even before all the insanity, you know, like... He was one of the biggest hip-hop artists of, of our time. Everybody loved Kanye. Yeah. I wasn't ever, like, a huge Kanye guy, mm-hmm. but I was a big, like, Kid Cudi guy. But he had, like, hit songs, you know? Oh, yeah, You'd many, hear him many. in, like, the clubs, your school dances. They'd yeah. play Gold Digger for some reason. <laughs> Which is a little fucked up in retrospect, yeah. but... But, yeah, no, I don't know. He's... I get he's big, but, like, I don't know. It's just fucking scary. It is scary. It's, yeah, I'm not... Uh, I'm not taking away from it it's still fucking scary did you see that pete davidson did um an snl skit and he put a hat on that says make kanye 2006 again <laughs> was that after or before i think that was after and then really? he started because he started talking about like um the medication he's like yeah medication like it's great take them 
Because oh. Kanye's like, I'm off the meds. And Pete's like, maybe you shouldn't be kind of right, thing. Right, like, right. I think it was after. I don't know. It just It's suiting, I guess, for him to... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like how he retaliates with uh, comedy. <laughs> yeah. Because he's, he's a... kept quiet this whole time, right? Because he's a sane enough person. Well, he's on his meds, unlike Kanye. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Crazy shit. Yeah, I'm not one to get into pop culture, but that definitely, like, yeah, piqued my interest, I guess. Yeah, well, it's, it makes you kind of think, like, how toxic can we be? Yeah, I guess so, eh? Speaking of toxic behavior, mm-hmm. if you guys um, aren't aware, that's what the episode is going to be about today. I'm sure they are. They read the the title, title. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that we haven't posted yet. Yeah, <laughs> I've never like I never think about that because we usually do this. So if you guys didn't realize by now, this is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And then I later I'm like, well, of course they know what we're talking about. We literally titled the episode about what it's about. <laughs> yeah. But I guess if you're listening and you're wondering if you haven't read the title, <laughs> it's about toxic behavior. Or if you have read the title, we're arriving at the toxic part. Yeah. You got to listen to us ramble for at least eight minutes in the beginning and mm. then and then we'll get to the point. So toxic behavior. Do you think you can uh, just vaping in the background? Sorry. <laughs> you, we were paused and then I was like, this would be a great time to vape. To vape. In the background. toxic behavior Mm -hmm. what would you consider toxic behavior um behavioral issues that do not serve positive growth yeah i think that's how i would describe it yeah just issues within the person that stunt them Yes. From being a better person. It's maybe more than just that, though. Oh, yeah. Like, there's more specific things. Usually toxic behavior uh, ends up with sort of a malice undertone or forefront. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, like, overall, toxic behavior is just... It's anything that you're doing that is stopping you from growing as a better person. Yeah. So, I know that, like, there can be toxic masculinity. Mm Mm-hmm. And toxic femininity. Yes. So what are some things that you notice in men that can be toxic? Do you have anything I, that comes to mind? Yeah, I have some big ones that come to mind because it's a touchy subject for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to try not to rant too much in this episode, but I imagine it might happen. It's maybe going to be a bit tough for me to try and put these things into words. So I'm just going to try and like explain some scenarios that I think are extremely toxic for men to be following. Really anybody, but... Uh, just as a man, I'm going to be speaking from that corner. Well, we kind of talked about it when we were overviewing this episode. Yeah. How it's easy for a woman to be like, that guy is toxic as fuck and like call him out on his shit. Mm-hmm. But if a man does it to a woman, double standard. Yeah. Because then you're a piece of shit. And then how dare you talk about a woman like that? Yeah. And, like it's... it's <sighs> Teetering on a very thin line. It's extremely thin because mm-hmm. a lot of times guys will act like that and it's because they're being pieces of shit. For mm-hmm. real. But women too, though. Of course, it's just people. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it, like, 
I don't even, I don't want to say the wrong thing. You know, I'm like tiptoeing here, but I just, because I don't want to sound like I don't know what I'm talking about Mm -hmm. and that I'm not on the side of women, which I am very much. Yeah. I think it just comes down to toxic people in general. Yes. Yes. Doesn't matter your gender. If you're toxic, you're fucking toxic. Yeah. A hundred percent. But because I'm a man, I'm going to be talking from that corner. Mm -hmm. One is uh, idolizing your dad without questioning any of that mm-hmm. like that drives me nuts usually when it's um because of where we live i know quite a few people who idolize their father and their father grew up in a different time and he's racist or homophobic or just hateful mm-hmm. and then for whatever reason you idolize your dad to the point that you become those things you become those things and you don't question them or try to change your outlook on it yeah you don't challenge those beliefs mm-hmm. you just well, that's just the way i am yeah which drives me really up a wall it makes me very angry mm-hmm. and also uh anybody who does think like that will be very angry to hear when i meet someone like that i don't ever think like wow what a strong man <laughs> Yeah. I literally think like, wow, what an easily trainable little dog. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just were told something and now you blindly follow that. Mm-hmm. And you have no way of like, no means to change your outlook on it. No, no, no drive to change it. No drive to challenge it. You just like, well, that's just how I am. Like, mm-hmm. I guess that's the toxic trait yeah. is like uh, not willing to change. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's huge. I fucking hate that. Yeah. Is that your only one? No. Or is that just like your main one? Oh, uh, that's not even really my main one. I got a few. Okay. Um, overworking. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Depending. Mm-hmm. But I find that a lot of men around here, and I'm sure all over the world, they um, they think that if you work really hard and really long hours that you are better than the guy who doesn't yeah we've spoke about spoke about this before yeah yeah that's a massive toxic trait that i hate so much like i want to say um if you're working that many hours and that hard to support your family because you're the only one bringing money in and you you really have to work those hard Mm -hmm. strenuous hours for that that's great yeah because at least you're doing what you have to do for your family you know that's fantastic I mean, it gets into the maybe you're not around enough, but if that's what you have to do, yeah, that's what you got to do. You can't blame them. No. Yeah. I'm just talking about the guys who are like, oh, you don't work 80 plus hours? Mm-hmm. Pussy? Mm-hmm. I'm, oh, okay, I'm dude. better than you. It's like, you're not, man. You're just, again, easily trainable mm-hmm. and probably stupid. Yep. That's another one that really drives me nuts. One that I think is like, that stands out the most is having to prove how like tough they are. Yeah. Under any circumstance. Yeah. They're just standing in the bar with their like chest puffed up for no reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they just always have to like they'll take on any challenge that can prove that they're stronger than anybody around them. Or just make one up. What do you mean? Uh the amount of times that I've been at a bar and some guys just like, "What's up, pussy?" Yeah. It's like, "What?" <laughs> the or, fuck? Let's arm wrestle. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm just yeah. trying to enjoy my drink here, man. I don't want to 
prove how tough I can be. Exactly. It's like, yeah. hey, man, I, I already hate you, just judging by how you look. Yeah. I really don't want to do this with you. Take your Harley Davidson shirt off. Go home. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Another one is like fear of uh, true emotion. That one's huge. That's a really, really big trait for toxic masculinity. That one is fucking massive. They refuse to cry. Yeah. They refuse to. But for some reason, okay, this, how does this make sense? So they're too afraid to cry. Mm -hmm. They're too afraid to be overly happy. Yes. But for some reason, they can overpower you with anger as if it's not an emotion. Yeah. Well, for whatever reason, anger is, um, it coincides with toughness and strength, Mm -hmm. which is not really the case. No. It's funny. I haven't even really thought about that before. Yeah. Other than like the. If you can't control your emotions, that isn't very masculine to me. That's, I, you know what? I'm not even going to go in on those guys. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say childish or something like that. Because maybe you just never learned. Well, and that's, like, I have a little bit um, to say about why these people are the way they are. And why okay. they portray toxic behaviors. And we'll get so, there. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. Yeah. I think anger, it is so deep-rooted in toughness and strength mm-hmm. that... It's fine, but like if you're sad, it's not fine. It's not fine. That makes you a pussy boy. But they're both equal emotions. Of course, they're both human emotions. Yeah. You're not. But it's weird how like some toxic men will be like, I'm not allowed to feel this specific way. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to be overly happy or giddy or cry. Yeah. But I'm allowed to punch somebody in the bar because I'm fucking mad that he looked at me the wrong way. Yeah. Like <laughs> just. Doesn't make sense. It really, like, if you think about it for 10 seconds, Mm -hmm. it makes no sense at all. Because it seems to me like what you're against, for whatever reason, is an emotional... Well, not for whatever reason. An emotional outburst is not good. Mm -hmm. But you want to control your emotions because it's it's very masculine to control your emotions and bottle them down mm-hmm. except explosive anger yeah that that's one's okay. cool yeah. i idolize that one yeah. it just makes no fucking sense another one would be like refusing help whether it's like medically mentally physically whatever it is yeah just to prove how manly they are that one's hard and again, we'll talk about why people do that. Mm-hmm. And I have a couple theories on that one, but that one's a, a tough one. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, that's not a toxic trait always because I've struggled with mm, depression. Mm-hmm. And so like mentally, not always okay. Yeah. But my ability to reach out for help is very, I don't want to sometimes. Yeah. You know, I've talked about it in a previous episode Mm -hmm. where sometimes you feel like a burden, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So that can draw the line. But it's the ones that like, like more or less medically where it's like, no, I don't want to go ask somebody else for help because I'm a man and I can figure it out on my own. Yeah. You can't. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you need to go get help and it's fine. Right. Yeah. And honestly, um... I've already ranted a little bit, but I I will say right now, right here, I have some toxic traits as well. I feel like every human does. Yeah. So I I don't want this to come off as me being holier than thou. Like that one, for example. Mm -hmm. I definitely have had that. Yeah. I'll get hurt and I'm like, nah, it'll go away. Mm -hmm. I'll just, you know, it'll go away on its own if I just leave it. Yeah. For whatever reason, I don't even know why I do that. But they are considered toxic traits to just like think that... You're better than asking for help. Of course. I feel like there's probably, like, depths in, like, 
layers to it. Yeah. But overall, it can be considered a toxic trait. But, like, when I do that, like, um, I really hurt my ankle bad in August. I, like, cut a ligament or something. I don't know what's going on. But mm-hmm. half my foot is numb. Yeah. And it is never not numb and it's fucked up, you know? Like, but I didn't go to the hospital and I'm mm-hmm. not going to. Mm-hmm. And that is a toxic trait of mine. I don't know. I feel like there's... The line is not asking for help because you want to prove that you're you can do it on your own it's that hyper independence right that's another toxic trait whether it's male or female or whatever the hyper independence being like i don't need to reach out for help because i'm fine i can Mm -hmm. do it myself i can figure it out myself that can be a toxic trait whereas i'm the same way sometimes like something happens and i'm like i just don't want to Mm-hmm. I don't want to call the doctor. I don't want to take time out of my day to go worry about it. I've got shit going on. Right. I've got life and it'll go on whether my back hurts or not. <laughs> you know, right, like, right. I do believe that there are, like I said, there's layers to it. Mm-hmm. It depends on how you go about the situation. Are you going about it in a way that you're like, no, fuck doctors. They can't help me. Yeah. Or yeah. are you going about it in a way that you're like, I just, I don't want to. I can't. Mm-hmm. I don't have time. Whatever it is. Right. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. That, that actually, it's funny reminded me of a time i was speaking with an older gentleman and uh he was talking about some sort of pain and i was like well you ever like look into chiropractors or anything like that not only was he like no i never have he was like well i don't believe in that shit what he doesn't (laughs) believe in chiropractors all right what do you mean? <laughs> they are medically trained. Medically trained to make professionals you feel better. <laughs> to fix the problem. That'd be like if you broke your bone. It's like, well, you're gonna go to the hospital. Your, your arms all bent up. I don't believe in hospitals. I don't believe in doctors. <laughs> you don't. Okay. Okay, dude. Well, now you have a Z-shaped arm, yeah. so I don't know. I now don't know. you're going to be fucked for life. But all right, you got it. You're you're tough. You're all a strong good. man. You're very <laughs> tough and strong. You're very tough and strong. Don't let anybody tell you any different. <laughs> um, do you have any more? My voice just cracked. You got any more? <laughs> like, hey, Scoob, you got any more? Um, that's not you. You're not Shaggy. Don't worry. Thanks. <laughs> Um, yes, my biggest one. We just talked about it, not reaching out for help. But the place that I think it's most important Mm -hmm. is uh, mental health. Yeah. But then again, sorry I cut you off. That is one of those things that, like, I've been there where my mental health is, like, not okay. Mm -hmm. And I don't really want to reach out for help. But did you not reach out because it seemed impossible because you were depressed? Or did you not reach out because only pussies reach out? <laughs> no, it was <laughs> It just seemed like it was another burden. Yeah. You know, and that's just part of mental health. There's, but That's part of tiptoe on that line, you know? Yeah. Like, I think, I mean, I've been in that position too. Mm-hmm. You're really, really down. Your mental health is in a fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. Which makes it seem basically impossible to reach out. You're like, I just can't have another thing. But when I can barely get up. I don't want to drive yeah, to the doctor. Yeah. Exactly. But a lot of guys, and probably women too, but I know men mm-hmm. who struggle with mental health. I know personally, I know men who struggle with mental health issues and mm-hmm. mental illness who will not seek out a therapist 
They just won't. If you bring it up, they're like, well, well no, I'm not crazy. That's like, well, that's not what that is. That kind of plays into the fear of emotion. Because it does. reaching out can sometimes be considered um, a sign of weakness. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you're not handling it yourself. You're not figuring it out yourself. Mm-hmm. You're depending on somebody else to make you better. So that plays into the fear of being weaker. Yeah. I'm yeah. very curious. And I mean that when I say curious, not uh, judgmental. I'm simply curious as to where that comes from. Because in my head... It's stronger of you to reach out. I feel like it all comes down to like self-awareness and being able to recognize that it's okay to cry and show emotion and be weak sometimes. Weak in quotations. It all comes down to gender norm society. You know, you go back and like the men are supposed to be hardworking, Mm -hmm. tough, pay the bills, no emotion, strong, build things, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas women are supposed to be dainty, in the kitchen, taking care of babies, having nine children. You know, it all comes down to that gender norm. <clears throat> very, very outdated term. Yeah. However, it still resides in humans to this day. It's a habitual recreation that we carry on through the generations. Yeah, which kind of goes back to that, like, idolizing your parents. Yeah. Or- instilling in you things that are outdated yeah yeah i feel like that's kind of just where it comes from yeah i just if i mean i wonder if it's that well i know it's that i know that that's a huge part of it but i think everybody has like a personal thing that also goes on right and Mm -hmm. i'm just interested to like look into people's lives like that because what's the difference like why do i think you have to be a stronger person to do something you don't want to do. Yeah. Like, I I never wanted to go to a therapist or go to a doctor about any of the issues that I had. I didn't want to do those things at all. It sounds fucking horrible. But I did it anyways because I knew that I would benefit from those things or at least try to benefit from mm-hmm. them. But if you don't want to do them so you just don't do them and you let everything get worse, that makes you tougher What's the difference? Why do I feel like that and some people don't? You know what I mean? It's I just don't know. It's I guess an it, interesting thought experiment. It is, yeah. I feel like some people just believe that reaching out for help equals weakness. Yeah. Whereas when you get to the point where you actually have to reach out, you can understand that reaching out for help is fucking huge. Yeah. It's hard to reach out for help. Yes. And it's like it that's one of the strongest things that you can do. But I feel like until you hit that point where you're like, fuck, I need help. Mm-hmm. You don't quite understand how hard it can be. You feel like you can just fix it yourself. You can handle it yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, I did that even. Mm-hmm. I have too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I can understand that to an extent. Yeah. So a lot of these are mostly, I want to say masculine toxic traits leaning that way yeah but there are feminine toxic traits also yeah definitely Um, i'm not gonna talk about them (laughs) you leave it up to me i'm absolutely afraid to talk about those things so you 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 go for it (laughs) okay um so a huge one for women would be like talking down other women right no matter what their status is for some reason whether you're higher up Mm -hmm. or down below you're getting talked about it doesn't matter yeah you know 
tons of uh, sort of gossip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, slut shaming is yeah. a huge toxic behavioral issue. And women do that a lot? Oh, my God, yeah. Because I hear it from men a lot. I have seen um, within like a sex work group for OnlyFans. Yeah. I have seen other women in the group say, if you sleep with men for money, you are basically a fucking whore. You're not worthy of life, all this shit. Like, I have seen other sex workers talk shit about other women that sleep with men for money. Right. Now, that's not my forte. Yeah. I am solely a stripper. Yeah. However, I respect sex work in all forms. (laughs) Yeah. That's a... That's funny. It's not funny, haha, but it's funny, like, weird. It's So you're going to go sell pictures of your asshole online, Mm -hmm. and that's fine. And then you're going to go to the bar that night, and you're going to let fucking whoever... Braxton. (laughs) Braxton buy you two vodka, and then you're going to take them home for free. Yeah. But the girl who's making more money than you by sleeping with that person and making a livable income off of it Mm -hmm. is a whore. The slut shaming is unreal with women. It sounds more well in this scenario specifically. It's uh, it's much more specific. Men just for whatever reason, it's like, I mean, it's been said a hundred times, you know, a million times. Men can sleep with however many women they want, mm-hmm. and they're cool and they're a player. Yep, it's kind of silly. But then a woman sleeps with a few guys that this guy knows. What a slut! Yeah, fucking ridiculous. The double standards standards are insane. Yeah, really, kind of just embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Slut shaming is huge for women. Um, also, like shaming men for not being masculine enough. Right. I don't understand that. I do not like that. I like a man that can show his emotion. Cry yeah. in front of me. Tell me when you're upset. Show me when you're happy. Show me emotion. You like emotional intelligence. Well, yeah. yeah. That's what it comes down to, right? I don't understand how women can degrade men for not being, in quotations, manly enough yeah and honestly what does that mean because they want the the standardized hard-working rock solid nothing there <laughs> man i guess you want to date a fucking a brick wall a robot <laughs> that's what some women idolize as a man in quotations Very odd. The, the term man is I guess different for every woman. It depends on how you see it, right? Yeah, of course. But yeah, they women do that. One that really gets on my fucking nerves <laughs> okay. is the uh, the pick me girl mm. or the I'm not like other girls girl. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Becky. The one that will put down her friends in front of a group of guys just to appear better. Yes, I have met many people like this. Mm-hmm. Um. All of the times I've met people like this, it has been in a bar scenario, mm-hmm. and typically it's trying to, uh, and I'm not going to toot my own horn here, horn here too much, um, either those people are trying to impress me or my friends that I'm with, mm-hmm. and it always does the complete opposite for me. It's gross behavior. Yeah. I've seen it with men too, don't get me wrong. Oh, of course. It's of just course. a lot more prominent with women. Right. They're a lot more like, pick me, pick me, you know, whereas men are like more outward. Women are more outward. Yeah. Men are a little bit more subtle, but you can still pick up on the like those vibes. 
Yeah, I think it's like the douchebag Chad guy is yeah. like that. Like, well, I got whoa. a lot of money and my lifted truck is outside. Yeah. Wow, I'm so fucking wet right now. That like, is so <laughs> cool, dude. Wow. The truck your dad bought for you is so cool. <laughs> yeah, that shit doesn't do anything for me. But then again, that's just not what I'm attracted to, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And like the last one for women is the obsessive competitive behavior. Right, men have that for sure. Big. Oh time. yeah, men do too. I guess it's just that's just a toxic trait in general. That one's very. I mean, all of these can go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. These are just ones that I had noticed within specific genders, but mm-hmm. they can be with either, right? Um, but yeah, that like competitive behavior. Yeah. Whatever you did, Jeff did it ten times better. Yeah. <laughs> like. I've been in scenarios like that many, many times. Mm-hmm. And you know what I think is the strangest? Strangest is when I was single, I would go to the bar all the time. And frankly, I think I've mentioned this before, but I wouldn't go to the bar to try and pick up women and stuff. I would go to the bar so I could slam as much alcohol into my gullet as possible. <laughs> yeah. But there were times when I'm with my friends or acquaintances and there's a group of girls that we're talking to or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And you start talking to one of them and you tell a story. And then your friend butts into the conversation because he finds that girl attractive Mm -hmm. and basically calls you out or is like oh i remember this one time the fucking my crazier story happened Mm -hmm. it's very fucking strange it's a strange thing to do yeah it's really weird and in almost all those scenarios i'm just like oh well you're doing this thing and i'm not so i'm gonna go gonna go i'm not interested in this <laughs> weird yeah like i'm competition. not trying to have a competition with you 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 win go for it congratulations exactly <laughs> no i know quite a few people like personally yes that if their story isn't more interesting then why are they there you know yeah and there's people that will like lie Mm-hmm. straight up fucking lie yeah. just to make their story more interesting I I love and hate that. It's very bittersweet for me. <laughs> I feel that. Because I sit there and I hate being lied to because it's just, it just makes me cringe and it's mm-hmm. very silly and stupid. But part of me loves it because, like, I know you're lying. And all you can do is just kind of, like, sit there with a grin. Yeah, you just, like, <laughs> nod, like, oh, crazy. What the fuck? And then they'll look at you and be like, remember, remember that time? And you're like, yeah, that was totally there. I no. remember every detail of that. I don't remember Why? that because it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. It's it's sort of fun to just observe. It is. But toxic as hell. Oh, yeah. And I'm never one to, like, call the person out either. Ever. No, because I don't want to ruin an entire room's vibe. Yeah. I'll just go along with it. Like, you keep keep doing you. Yeah, can you I imagine? I love that for you. Just keep doing it. Could you even imagine you're in, like, a room at a house party or something, and someone's telling this elaborate story that is 90% lies, <laughs> and then you were just like, actually, none of that happened. <laughs> yeah. It would fucking ruin the whole room. It would suck. There's yeah. no way you could do that. No, you just, <laughs> you just vibe with it, I just, guess. Just, like, laugh and move on. Go to a different room. <laughs> uh, so now that we've covered... Like, the majority of, like, the main toxic traits of people. I'm sure there's more. But those are the ones that, like, I guess we've observed through personal experience. Why do people feel the need to express the toxic traits that they do? Okay. So, I am not a professional. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a large, like, array of reasons. Oh, yeah. It's mostly trauma Mm -hmm. um, of some type, you know? Yeah. 
Like, you gotta be the toughest guy in the room because maybe you got picked on when you were younger. Mm-hmm. Or that's where you get your self-esteem yeah. from being tough. To build your ego. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe you don't feel confident. So mm-hmm. you overcompensate with being like rude and, and tough and hardcore. And so people are scared of you and stuff like that. Yeah. Like childhood past traumas that are not resolved. Yeah. Are huge. Uh, not coming to terms with like a traumatizing situation can kind of allow someone to try too hard to fit a certain mold in order mm-hmm. to like obtain a specific reputation. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So maybe like, for example, they were poor as a kid. Mm-hmm. So now they have to prove to everybody how much money they have. Yes. By buying the lifted truck, by buying this, buying that. They yeah. got a good job. They have a lot of money. That's great. But they overcompensate by proving it. I to gotta have the sports car. Everybody around them. Yeah. Um, maybe their parents or family member have instilled in them that they can't cry yeah. or show emotion. Otherwise, they're weak. You know? Yes. Yeah. So they overcompensate by... Or not even overcompensate. They just don't show emotion. Mm-hmm. Because it was instilled in them as a child not to do that. Yeah. Maybe their mom talked about their weight Mm. a lot and brought it up and made it a point. So now they've lost the weight, but now they judge other people for being either underweight or overweight, whatever it may be. Yeah. There's tons of reasons, but that childhood past trauma can project towards your outer self. I think that that's mostly where it stems from. I would say so. Like I said, I'm not a professional, but if I had to guess, I know that all of my toxic traits come from something like that, Mm -hmm. you know, some sort of thing that I had to deal with repeatedly. And so I fought back and then it just became part of my character. Yeah. As I get older, I realize that I'm doing them and I change them. Yeah. But a lot of people do not do that. A lot of people can't change. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people probably just don't even realize they're doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't have the... um, Self-awareness. Yeah, yeah. The blessing of being able to see what they're doing from an outside perspective. Mm -hmm. Which is extremely unfortunate because it leads to a lot of issues and you think you're not doing anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing is not being able to, like, see what you're doing wrong. Yeah. Just, like, kind of assuming that it's okay (laughs) yeah like everybody else is the problem yeah not me and a lot of times it's not even their fault they legitimately don't know Mm -hmm. i think everybody's guilty of that at some point in their life oh yeah i feel like another one would be like and i spoke about it before is to fit like the societal gender norms yeah right so from a young age we're kind of taught that like we all have to live this fairy tale life Mm -hmm. disney movies cartoons whatever you know the yeah. influence around you at such a young age to be in the white picket fence house yeah with the man that works you're the stay-at-home mom yada 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 right um it's kind of like embedded in us yeah from like as early as we can remember like i even like i watch cartoons now with my daughter and mm-hmm. it's it's still the same thing you know yeah yeah I don't know, it's an outdated concept, but sadly it still lives strongly in, like, many people's belief systems to this day. It is very outdated. I just want to take this moment to say, like, I fucking hate them. Yeah. Like, gender norms, I don't... It's not a thing. I just, I don't even know if it's real. It's not. 
Like, I don't think that's real. Absolutely not. I fucking hate it so much. If I want to get outside and do something that would be considered a man's job, yeah. fuck you if you're trying to stop me. Yeah, exactly. I'll do it. I don't... Subscribe. Like, subscribe? Is that it? To, like, gender norms. Yeah, that works. I don't give a fuck. No, I don't give a fuck either. I think the reason it makes me angry is because, like... Well, for a few reasons. One personal and the other is, like, outside. But my, my personal reason is because I... I, I lean more towards masculine because mm-hmm. I am still just a cis man. Yeah. But I want to wear women's pants. You want to paint your nails. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not too worried about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, those things are things that I like. Yeah. If I want to wear a fucking dainty little bracelet and paint my nails. You're going to. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Unfortunately, yep. I'm going to get called a pussy for it. And yeah. that's just the tip of the iceberg. Then, like, I have gay friends who I can't even imagine what they have to deal mm-hmm. with. And you go even farther. Like, we get people who, like, trans people. I literally cannot fathom what it is like to live like that. I do not know. Mm-hmm. But I know that it would come with so much fucking issue. Yeah. Because of gender norms. You know what I just kind of realized? What? That... That's a double standard for women because if you, like, I'm personally okay with everything that you do, painting your nails, wearing women's pants, whatever the fuck, showing emotion would be considered, what, weak in quotations? Yeah. Whereas for me, as a woman, to go and do a man's job, Mm -hmm. it's me being independent and strong-willed yeah you know like that is a that's a double standard now yeah i just realized that it's weird yeah i've never really thought about that because i can go out and like lift a fucking dresser up the stairs and be like i'm tough and everyone's like congratulations girl you did it hell fucking yeah but then men go and paint their nails and they're like well i must be gay yeah you know like that's weird to me i just realized that now but yeah anyways (laughs) carry on (laughs) you just made me think of a funny sort of anecdote i uh i'm not gonna say his name but there's this guy he was dating a friend of mine and um he is very much a lot of the things that we're talking about okay um i think i know who you're talking about probably (laughs) he was like uh no you definitely do because you were there he thought i was gay right yeah okay which is fine with me i get it you Mm -hmm. know like if i'm if i'm gonna paint my nails and wear women's pants and stuff like even if they're not women's pants, I wear really tight pants because that's yeah. what I like. Yeah. So if I dress like that and act like that and am emotionally available, mm-hmm. unfortunately... Um, Men see it as a weakness. Yes, they see it as a weakness, which they, for whatever reason, put together with being gay. Yeah. Which pisses me off. That's just like a term that a lot of people use. Like, it's it's annoying as fuck. It's extremely annoying. Very, very gross term. But, but anyways. For the record, he wasn't saying, like, that's gay in just, like, the way you can say that mm-hmm. is, like, a diss. He legitimately thought I was a homosexual man, which I am not. Yeah. But all I thought that was was funny. Yeah. Simply because someone doesn't wear a fox hat. And say, like, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> Just gonna have a couple of fucking Coors banquets. Spit out your fucking lip chew or dip or whatever the fuck it's called. 
<laughs> simply because I'm not doing those things and I have a personality, mm-hmm. I must be gay. Yeah. Very funny to Very me. Very strange. Just extremely, extremely silly behavior on his part. But yeah. Whatever. Um, I guess like another reason would be like growing up in a dysfunctional family. So this is kind of where like the overcompensation comes into play. Yeah. Um, we now are in the generation that is kind of like breaking down bad generational cycles. Yes. Um, there's a spiritual awakening happening. Mm-hmm. Spirituality is at the tip of every social media base. You know, you see it everywhere. Yeah. We're more spiritually advanced than our previous generations. So we're trying to do things right for our children and to kind of stop the cycle. But as much as we're trying to do better, we still have things that we carry on from our parents. Parents? From our parents. (laughs) Parents or guardians. However, sometimes growing up in a dysfunctional family gives us the need to compensate as adults, right? Yeah. So it goes one of two ways, usually. If you grow up in a certain family dynamic... You either want to be just like them. Maybe not want to, but you turn out just like them. Yes. Or you do everything in your power to be the opposite. Yeah. Or even just some um, some traits. Yeah. You know, like even myself, I had a very good childhood and I love both my parents, but there's certain things that they did that I do not want to repeat. Yeah, absolutely. And it's no disrespect to them. It's just I have a different opinion. So I'm going to do it differently. We are an entirely different generation. Yes, exactly. Either way, though, like, it feels like you can develop toxic patterns. I think everybody will. Oh, yeah. That's, that's part of being alive is you do things wrong. But that's, that's why you keep going is to get better. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it can turn into like an obsessive behavior. Right. Like I said, the overcompensation. Yeah. So your family was a certain way. You either want to be the opposite. Yeah. Or you turn out exactly like them. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's a huge factor as to why toxic traits can come into play. A big one, too, is, like, insecurity. Yeah. Most of it is pretty deep-rooted in insecurity. Yeah. And a lot of people don't even realize it. Like, if you're insecure within yourself, you'll constantly seek out validation from anyone who will give it to you at any cost. Yep. And that includes talking down other people, proving how great you are, being the life of the party, being one-sided in fucking any situation, Mm -hmm. being selfish, overconfident, which can typically teeter that line of being just straight up cocky. Yeah. (laughs) Anything that you feel like you have to prove, it probably isn't actually working for you, you know? Yeah, I can relate to that because I... Um, I don't know how to put that in a timeline exactly. I was very insecure growing up because I got made fun of a lot and shit. And then when I started making friends in a new town, when I moved here, I was overcompensating without realizing I was doing it. So I was like the crazy guy at the party, mm-hmm. like the nutbag who will do anything. You know? Yeah. Yep. And then once I started dating you, I, my emotional intelligence sort of like rapidly just snowballing and getting better and better and better. Mm-hmm. And then I realized like I'm insecure. I mean, I, I have insecurities now, but at the time I was like an insecure person. Yeah. I didn't think so because yeah. I was so confident and 
having a fucking blast because you get that validation from people when you're like doing the crazy shit everyone's like fuck that was sick like exactly wow yeah you're getting that validation but you're not realizing that you're overcompensating from the insecurity that you felt yes and hurting yourself in the process oh yeah i did not see those things happening until like after the fact yeah you know, and yeah. then once you realize, you're like, well, I got to not do that. It's just that like deep rooted feeling to have to prove to people yeah. that you're not a specific way. Yes. But I have that very much. You get stuck in that way so deep that like you don't realize that you're, that's toxic, right? Yeah. Like not having to care what others think and don't have to go out of their way to put other, like other people down just to get on top. Do you're you know saying what I mean? that's toxic? Yeah. Like, not giving a fuck what other people think and, like, throwing oh, oh. other people down. Yes, yes, okay. Just to be on top. I misunderstood. Okay. I was thinking you meant, like, not caring what other people think about you. Oh, no, no. Yeah, like, being dismissive of other people's emotions is yeah. fucking ridiculous. Like, I would bet, and it's really hard for me to, like, put myself in the position of said people and i'm not being like oh my god i'm better than everyone yeah but i am aware of when i can be toxic and when i'm not yeah those traits that you have and don't have yeah i can recognize toxic behavior in other people Mm -hmm. but i've never been the type to like if someone's talking to me i'm just not listening or i don't care yeah or i'm like just thinking about my next cool story to tell (laughs) you know like yeah yeah, i actually like take time to listen to other people and like Mm -hmm. i care so you have a hard time putting yourself in that position? Yeah. Me too. Because I'm not, like, I have been toxic. I'm not going to say I've never been toxic. I still have toxic traits to this day. Everybody does. However, I've worked so fucking hard on myself that I'm starting to realize them. Yeah, and change them. I recognize when I'm being toxic. I can now understand a situation. And, like, a big part of it is, like, being reactive. Yes. Yeah. It's huge. Once you can learn to react rationally instead of emotionally not even react just like take the time to think before you react yeah i think well that's kind of reacting rationally yeah i suppose because like your reaction to it is not emotionally reacting to it yeah you're not just reacting because someone said something and you start punching them yeah (laughs) you know like once you can put your explosive emotions on the back burner that is such a massive step towards being better yeah definitely learn that like mm-hmm. that's kind of falls into the play of like not being self-aware yeah it's like, just so unbelievably beneficial to do that mm-hmm. like remember when you're a kid and they go like count to 10 that actually is extremely helpful oh fuck yeah even 10 seconds can make the world of a difference yeah when it comes to confronting a situation yeah yeah because just think when you're met with something that really really pisses you off you want to attack that person mm-hmm. 10 seconds later you're probably like, God, I'm mad, but it's happy I didn't it. fuck myself over. But, <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> um, as much as our like surroundings can influence us, sometimes people just don't want to change their ways. Yeah, because it's comfortable not to. Yeah. If they're the kind of like person to portray like my way or the highway type of behavior, mm-hmm. it can often be hard for them to accept that other people don't think like they do. Yeah. When you're convinced you're right, then anyone who doesn't agree with you is automatically wrong. This can ultimately lead to, like, toxic behavior as they're not willing to learn or, like, be open to any other ideas. 
They're only yeah. meeting people as far as they can go. It's like they're being stunted yes. at a certain age, you know? Like, the way I see it is I'm always willing to grow. So and if learn. somebody who is, like, more advanced or smarter than me or mm. whatever it may be brings up an opportunity for me to learn, yeah, I take that. Of course. And then that's my chance to also grow. Yeah. But people will only be willing to meet you as far as they've grown. Right, okay. If that makes sense? Yeah, yeah. Like, if somebody is, like, deep-rooted, set on a specific way, yeah. anybody who comes at them with, like, a higher base, mm-hmm. they're not going to be willing to accept that. Yeah, because to them it's stupid. Yeah. Because you can't understand it. They're, at a, they're, like, at a level. And if you're higher than that, then nope, you're wrong. Yeah. But anything lower... They'll step up and be like, well, no, it's actually this way. They're right. willing to teach, but they're not willing to listen. And right. Learn. Right? Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I think. I hope it makes sense at least. <laughs> it makes sense to me, so I'm sure it makes sense to the people listening. I'm, yeah, I'm having a hard time like trying to explain it, but like it's like a, a ruler, right? It's sort of hard to articulate. Like I'm not really going to try, but there's someone in there in the middle. Yeah. And say somebody else is above them with their opinion. Is it even above or is it just different? It's different, but like there are higher ways to think about things. Yes. When you're stunted in a certain way of thinking, it can be a lower dimensional vibration, which is considered lower. Yeah, that's true. That is a brain racker for me. I'm, <laughs> I can't put it into words either. Yeah. I think you did it just well. Yeah. It's Yeah, if they're lower, then they're willing to step up and be like, no, it's this way. But if anybody higher... You're wrong because yeah. they're stunted in this like, well, I'm right and nobody else can change my fucking mind. Right? If it doesn't serve their opinion, you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So you've obviously been listening. We are at an hour. Um, this is going to be a long episode. We're an hour already? Yeah. We recognized that it was going to be like a much longer episode, about a half an hour <laughs> into the episode. Yeah. So if you're still here, thanks. Thanks for listening. Hi. We rambled, but I think it makes sense. I hope. <laughs> I hope so. If if it's not very linear, I hope it at least makes you think. Yeah. I want to make people think. Yeah. Maybe some of it has resonated with you. I hope so. Because some people don't understand or recognize that they're being toxic. Or maybe it's someone that you know that is mm-hmm. like this. So how do we like stop the cycle and change our behavior to become less toxic. Well, first step is self-reflecting. Mm-hmm. That's so huge. Yep. The amount of people who don't self-reflect is alarming, too. Yeah. I didn't even really realize that. But you'll, as you have conversations, you'll learn that a lot of people do not self-reflect. And if they do, a lot of the times, the only kind of self-reflection they do is, like, hating on themselves for something awkward that they said or something like that. And that's it. That's where they stop. Which, that's not really benefiting anybody, just hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. Self-reflecting is like, think about what you've done, and if you think you did something wrong... Accept it. Accept it, move on, move do better on. the next time. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. Like, recognizing your toxic behaviors. That can yeah. be fucking hard. It can be extremely difficult when you don't know that you're what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. Or hurting you or other people. Mm-hmm. 
you really have to like dig deep within yourself to notice yeah. that you're being shitty. <laughs> like no matter what it is. Yeah. Everybody can be shitty. I can be shitty, you can be shitty. Yeah. Our dog can be shitty. Like oh, yeah. doesn't matter. Negative and positive positive ebbs and flows. Yeah. Always. But yin being and yang. Yin and yang. Peace, bro. <laughs> Fucking weed. <laughs> But being able to, like, recognize it is huge. And not a lot of people can do that. In the spiritual community, we call it shadow work. Mm -hmm. Um, It's huge for, like, clawing your way deep down to, like, the root of who you are. Yeah. Recognizing it and, like, kind of improving it. Figuring out where you lack as a human being and how you can improve. What do you do that you don't like? Like, do you judge other people? You know? Like, yeah. There's just so many ways you people can be shitty. So, recognizing it within yourself is huge. And for the blue-collar listeners, that's called getting your shit together. <laughs> Get your shit together. You gotta realize that, like, your shadow side can help you strengthen those behaviors to become a less toxic version of yourself. Because the more you're aware of it, the more you can recognize it. And you can be like, yeah, okay, I did this wrong. Let's change that. Mm -hmm. And then the next time you do a little better and the next time you do a little better and it just cycles, right? When you recognize a toxic behavior within yourself, you're aware of it. You do your best to change it. And then before you know it, after like continuously doing that, it's not a toxic trait anymore because you've trained your brain and yourself to do different. It's gone. Yeah. Being nicer to yourself is big that's a very big one i find that one very difficult yeah i feel like everybody does yeah that's where a lot of toxic behavior comes from you know yeah i mean if you don't like yourself you can't like other people it's been said a million times yeah yeah if you don't like yourself you sometimes tear down other people to your level to try and make yourself feel better yeah that's just the the way it goes right yeah instead of staring at the mirror and picking out your flaws you could start to compliment yourself mm-hmm. it's hard it feels very uncomfortable at first it does it feels weird it feels very stupid but it's really easy for people to stare at themselves and pick out their flaws so why can't it be easy for you to compliment yourself instead yeah it's you just know? a brain training exercise yeah find mm-hmm. like the little things that you love and kind of give yourself credit for how far you've come mm-hmm. as a person as a worker as a mom as a dad as a sibling whatever if you've grown, recognize it and give yourself the compliments that you deserve for it. I actually, I started doing that like two years ago, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I started doing it, it felt very weird. It's in my head like, you're a good, you know, fill in the blank or whatever. Or, you're it sounds great... kind of like cheesy to say it at first. It does. Yeah. Even when it's just in your own head, you're like, mm-hmm. what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> but now that I'm like two years in, I find myself just sort of giving myself compliments when I when I feel it's deserved Mm -hmm. and it's helpful for my mental health. It is. It's still giving you the endorphins. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Even today I was kind of in like a sour mood Mm -hmm. and I recognized that while I was doing dishes. Yeah. And I stopped myself and I was like, just take a moment to breathe for one. Like just take a deep breath, Mm -hmm. calm the fuck down. And I like looked outside and even though it's our neighbor's yard, it's 
snowy and it was beautiful and we have like crystals and plants all along our windowsill or sill and i just took a minute to be like breathe this is a beautiful sight you're lucky to be doing dishes because that means your family's being fed right and that means that you are making supper and you know like i just took a moment to recognize that this is a good thing and that i'm not being bitter towards the situation right i shouldn't be bitter towards the situation retraining your brain to pick up when you're being negative Mm -hmm. and transpire it into a positive thought is it's hard yes but it's fucking beneficial at first it is very very hard oh yeah because it's so easy to be like fuck this fuck that Mm -hmm. but when you can recognize those thoughts and turn them into but i'm blessed because this or whatever it is right yeah it becomes a lot easier over time And, and yeah and it even becomes a habit it does, yeah. Like, right now, if you find yourself, um, say, like, you put your shirt on backwards by accident, and your first thought is like, oh, of course I did that. It's because it's a habit. Yeah. But then if you talk to yourself positively enough, that becomes a habit, mm-hmm. which is very nice when you um, have that realization. I actually just had that realization, like, a month ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, something would happen, and I'd be like, well, I mean... It sort of gives opportunity for this or something like that. Yeah, that happened to me the other day. I was cleaning out the fridge. I dropped an entire tub (laughs) of fucking tomato soup all over the fridge. Yeah. And I like made a funny joke and I text everybody. I was like, this is my 13th reason. Like, fuck this, right? Yeah. And I was obviously upset that I did that because I'm like, fuck sakes. But I was like, you know what? The fridge needs to be cleaned anyways. Yes. So... This is my reason to clean the fridge. And now my cl- my fridge is fucking sparkling clean. Yeah. I open it up and it's just white, beautiful, clean, sparkling. Immaculate. But I took that negative experience where I like initially was like, fuck sakes. Mm-hmm. And I turned it into a, well, I guess my fridge is clean now, you know? Yeah, exactly. Taking those like fuck moments and turning them into like, okay. It's actually pretty sweet. This could be a good moment, right? Yeah. Yeah. Even, like, uh, when my car broke, I hadn't been that angry in a very long time. Mm-hmm. I was fucking pissed. Yeah. But then, I was like, well, I've wanted a new car for, like, a year, and now I literally have no choice but to get a new car. And yeah. now, I have an SUV that I fucking love so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really bad on gas. <laughs> oh, God damn it. But other than that... <laughs> It's a great it's, SUV. <laughs> I really do love it a lot. Like, yeah. And if my car didn't break, I'd still be driving it, not looking for another vehicle. No, and that's the biggest thing is like, whether you listen and you believe in like the universe has a plan or mm-hmm. not, it always works out the way it should. It always fucking does. If you let it. If you let it, yeah. And Some like, people don't. That's a big thing when it comes to, like, law of attraction and manifestation, which, once again, shameless plug, next episode on this Wednesday is going to be my solo episode on manifestation. You're going to want to tune in. I have a lot of good information about it. But it just comes down to, like, changing your brain to react more positively to situations that would regularly be negative. Yeah. Um, That's basically going to put a fucking bullet in the brain of all your toxic behaviors. Yeah. Yeah. They can all, maybe not all, but 90% of them can be solved by training your brain to think more positively. Mm -hmm. It's that PMA, you know, positive mental attitude. Well, that's the biggest thing. And it comes down to what we talked about before is being reactive 
taking a calmer approach to any situation and kind of like thinking them through before reacting will almost always save you the hassle of like the breakdown that you could potentially have you know yeah like looking at the situation and being like you could look at a situation be like fuck this fuck all this shit ever like it always happens to me and like lose your shit yeah that's going to attract more negativity yes whereas you can take the situation and turn it and it can be okay it's fine it's fine that you spilt fucking a gallon of tomato soup all over your (laughs) fridge it will be okay it'll be okay it's good everything's fine you know i think the last one but maybe the most important is to practice forgiveness Mm. Mm -hmm. forgiveness can be fucking hard when somebody has wronged you but it can also lead to holding on to a lot of resentment and anger Mm -hmm. and negative behaviors and negative thoughts and thus you result in a negative person yeah you have to forgive your high school bully yeah you have to forgive your abuser your toxic friend anyone who's harmed you in the past but most importantly you have to forgive yourself that's what i struggle with most that's deep yeah (laughs) some deep shit <laughs> well honestly though <laughs> i can is. forgive basically anybody for almost anything mm-hmm. there's like one person in my life that i have had a very hard time forgiving mm-hmm. and i recently did and they're not here anymore yeah. but i recently did just for myself yep but forgiving me is always the hardest mm-hmm. recognizing that we all fuck up yeah and if you don't you're probably not a human being you're not real every single fucking person on earth fucks up yeah you have to recognize that and allow yourself to forgive that you fuck up and the person who hurt you fucked up yep it happened it's over if you do not forgive them you are going to hold that resentment for as long as you want i guess you know yeah honestly you you can look at it like this you don't have to forgive them as in a what they did was okay. No. But you should forgive them so you can feel lighter. Yeah. It's all for you, that's, honestly. That's huge. You don't have to forgive anybody for anybody else's sake. It's always for you. What? I don't know. I thought I saw something under the corner of my eye. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We are doing deep talk. I know. <laughs> This I don't is serious know. time. I know, I know. Not time for ghosts in the corner of your eye right now. Well, let's get mad at the ghosts. <laughs> Not me. I'm I'm loving this conversation, but all of a sudden I see Twinkle Twinkle. I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what, am I going to not look? And now the dog's stirring. Salem, sit down. Just lay down. <laughs> Salem. Lay down. Either way, you have to recognize and kind of allow yourself to forgive, you know? Yeah. Um, It doesn't leave a lot of room for growth and change when you're being clouded with remorse or regret, grudges, hate, bad memories. Yeah, when you're completely filled up to the brim with that, like, there's not much room for anything else. No, you can't grow. You can't become a better person when that's all you're stuck with. You have to just release it. Yeah. Let it go. Forgive. It's fine. It's maybe not fine that it happened, 
but you got to move on, right? Yeah, for you. Yeah. That's the biggest thing for me is, like, don't forgive them. No. Like, just let it go so you can get better. Mm -hmm. That's the best way to get back at somebody, honestly. Yeah. If you want to think about it that way. And maybe that's a toxic trait. I don't know. I feel like that's not at all. They say it a lot that, like, the best revenge is just to show that you're doing better. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. To show that you don't give a fuck. Yep. But do more than show it. Feel it. Actually be it. Actually be that. Yeah. You know? You don't want to just, like, fake it. You want to actually be better. Yes. You want to actually not give a fuck. I know that there's, like, a ton of guided meditations that help with this. Yeah. Releasing old energy. Um, one of the ones that I did that, I it made me cry mm -hmm. was... I'm not going to get, like, super specific with it, but basically... You're on a beach, you're walking, you see your future self, mm -hmm. and you envision your future self as, like, what you want to right. see. You give this future self a hug, and they say that they forgive you for everything that you've done in the past. Oh. And it allows you to kind of release. And, like, as you're walking up to this person, you have, like, a ball and chain on your leg. Yeah. So it's, like, it's heavy. I've it's done hard. that. It's hard. I think I sent it to you. Yeah, I did that. Yep. It's heavy. It's hard. You know, you're walking. You're struggling. You give them a hug, and when they hug you, it releases, and it's, like, you just feel, like, a weight being lifted. Yeah. Everything's fine, you know? There's tons of guided meditations, and maybe you're not into meditation. That's fine. There are other ways to forgive, but if you are, don't hesitate to reach out. Like, I have tons of different ones that can help people. Oh, she'll send you specific ones for your specific issue. For whatever issue, you need. I like, I do a lot of meditating, so I know specific ways to get around any situation, really, when it comes to meditation. Yeah. It's huge. It helps a lot of fucking people. I feel like the only reason that people don't like meditation is because they haven't actually tried to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be hard, though, and it can be a lot of emotion to bring up shit that's wronged you in the past yeah it's almost like self-therapy in a way yeah but it is necessary you know no matter what anyone's done to you you have to like just you just have to forgive them for your sake so that you can move on yeah not for them not for anybody else but for you yeah that's the biggest thing that was a very heavy <laughs> yeah. uh, episode yes pretty very heavy pretty vulnerable mm-hmm we're a lot gonna... of thinking, though, which I liked. Yeah. I really liked this episode. I had a lot of fun with it. Had me questioning a lot of the things that I do, mm -hmm. which is always great because seeing seeing yourself through a different lens is um, it's a fun experiment, and sometimes it leads to being better. And I think that's, like, a really f a fun way to look at it because, like, we podcast because we want to share messages with other people. Yeah, why not? But being able to recognize different messages within the podcast as you're doing it. Yeah. And, like, learning yourself as you're doing it. Yeah. That's fucking great. I love that. <laughs> well, I think that some of the best conversations you can have will have you questioning things that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Which is why I love a lot of the conversations we have is because you present me an idea that I have yet to think about. Mm hmm And it'll change my perception. Mm-hmm. Salem. <laughs> <laughs> Just giving himself a fucking blowjob on the couch. I'm trying to have a conversation here and you're stuck in your own dick. <laughs> Okay? You know how hard it is to look at your partner and talk to them about something when you're, you, our dog, is literally fucking sucking the head of his own penis? <laughs> D 
Did you get like ribs removed, Marilyn Manson? Relax, big guy. Oh, he's super relaxed right now. <laughs> yeah, he's really fucking relaxed. He just got back from uh, the big boy spa. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was talking about. Hopefully, this episode resonated with a lot of people. We had fun. We hope you guys enjoyed it. It's a heavy hitter. It'll make you think, but that's what we're here for. And congratulations. 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 Congratulations if you made it all the way to the end. That was a long haul. Thank you for sticking with us. We love you guys. As always, rate, review, subscribe, download, share it with your friends. I'm nodding my head. <laughs> He's agreeing with me. Mm-hmm. We thank you for all the support. We are almost at 2,000 downloads. That's wild. It's crazy. We were discussing that before the episode. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine doing something or having something that is done over 1,500 times. Our, like, average listeners are at, like, 60 right now. Yeah. Which isn't huge, but it's fucking big enough for us. Imagine know? a room with 60 people in it. Imagine you're a singer and you go to like perform your first show and there's 60 people in the room. Yeah. Loving what you do. That's a that's a big, that's a filled room. It's nice. You know, that's a, such a nice feeling. It's great because like we would not, like the best part about podcasting is we can't grow without our listeners. Yeah. You know, so we love you guys for being there and sticking it through listening to us actually thank you for listening and sharing and stuff fuck yeah we see shout outs all the time Mm -hmm. i'll be scrolling through snapchat and i see shout outs Mm -hmm. it's just like i don't know the support the love it's amazing we love you guys we are tired it is almost midnight well no it's like 10 after 11 but it's pretty much almost 3 a.m i'm fucking exhausted (laughs) oh i'm basically waking up tomorrow morning (laughs) and we will see you guys next week Bye.